0: this is Danielle Margraf. welcome to Embodied Millions podcast. I gotta tell you I'm super pumped and really excited because my soul sister and I truly believe this from the bottom of my heart um, Jenny Glick is here with me and I'm gonna let her introduce herself but I just want to say this so ah, so Jenny and I met in October and this is where it's sort of like this idea where time doesn't exist because I think a lot of people, stay in relationship, uh, friendship relationship, marriage relationship, partnership relationship, far longer than probably is, I don't know, maybe necessary, required or desired because of time put in, right? Because of the time. And this is an instance where Jenny and I were at the same conference we happened to just organically meet not knowing we were at the same conference at the coffee shop across the street literally like energetically clicked and started talking like level 3 conversation like so i feel like surface conversation makes gives me anxiety i know jenny would agree right <laughs> like i feel like it's like we are level 3 conversationalists and We just went there like in the coffee shop online and it was literally like just a soulmate connection. And so without further ado, I just, I want, I want to introduce Jenny and have her introduce herself, but I want to say this, this is where I feel spirit intersects with, um, our humanness, our, our earthly selves, because, um, and what is for you will never pass you because this was just a magical moment. So um, without further ado, Jenny, welcome and introduce yourself. Tell us who you are, what you do. And you know, the feeling is mutual when we,
1: we found each other, which I believe is part of the pattern of pulling people, magnetizing people into my life um, in the perfect way that I don't need to make it happen. Right. And since then we have just been fast friends and soul sister connections which is such a gift. So, my name is Jenny Glick. My um, you know, credentials are I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist, I'm a certified sex therapist, and I've really gone rogue over the last 5 years and taken the medicine that I have for women, men, and couples online in 2018 when that was not as typical as it is now. And I really bucked the system with my therapist friends who said, you can't do work online. You can't uh, package programs. I was doing an eight-week, $7,000 program back then. You know, it it was just not something that was accepted. And I moved online and since have sold my private practice that was in Denver, Colorado. We've had huge family life adventures and have created a life in alignment with how it is that I want to be of service as a mentor, a guide, a way shower, a coach, a healer, a practical priestess to those whom I serve. And so that's who I am. And a little bit about what
0: I do. I love this so much because you really are a way shower and it just, that's just proves in how you walk your talk, right? Like I think that you're being so progressive. And such a visionary and stepping into that. And I think that's where our sort of we cross, you know, paths because um, doing this work, I think can feel super lonely and isolating, especially when, you know, we're going rogue, you know, (laughs) like it Ah. it does feel sort of like, whoa, are we, you know, are we allowed to do this? I'm feeling called. And I know you as someone, excuse me, who, completely follows her inner guidance and path. And that is what I so love about our conversations. So let's bring this conversation to where we, what we were talking about. So we, one of the things that we, I think we are so where our, or sort of our medicines crossover is we do very similar work, right? Like our work, we've talked about this. Our work is so similar in that you're the mirror that you use for a lot of the, you know, medicine of your sacred work is relationship. And a lot of my medicine and my sacred work is money, right? Like money is the mirror and the spiritual teacher and tool for me and so many of the women that I work with um, who are trying to grow purpose, you know, soul led businesses, body led businesses, um, being in their purpose. And your work is about this evolution of relationship. And I was wondering how we could, you know, I guess my question is, and what I'd like you to talk on or, you know, speak on is this idea of how relationship in your experience can sort of become and a uh, because I believe if we're not in alignment, we don't We're not in flow. And if we're not in flow, we can't receive. And I believe that includes love and money. And so how do relationships affect, attract, repel, maybe, I don't know, our financial flow, our ability to be able to be in this soul-led, centered business and way of life in doing our purposeful work? Mm -hmm.
1: My heart is pounding with so much excitement to be having this <laughs> conversation right now. My body's like, what is this? <laughs> So, part of my perspective is that your life is always mirroring back to you, you. And some wow. of us see that mirror more in money because that's where our triggers or activation or struggles are. Some of us, see that and experience that more in marriage or committed relationship or parenting or elder caring, you know, they're all of our life is always showing back to us, us. And when I uh, ran my practice and was more of a traditional therapist, I would sit in a room with couples eight hours a day while they basically were trying to get me to side with each of them to agree with how it was that they felt like their partner was wrong. And if their partner would just show up differently, their marriage would be better. And mm. my perspective that I kept seeing was, it's not about your partner, right? Mm. And it's the same as like, it's not about the the number of zeros that you have in your bank account. If I have $10 or $100 or $10,000, and Danielle, this is your area of expertise. It's, It's how it is that I show up with that. Like, I certainly know what it's like. My husband and I lived most of our life until the last six, seven years where it was like month to month. Like we'd get to the very end of the month and okay, we're (laughs) not going out to dinner because we don't have any money left, right? Mm -hmm. And so, and then once we had $100 left, $1,000 left, $10,000 left, our relationship with that number was what mattered more then the number itself, right? Mm. So similarly in relationship, in committed relationship, because that's where I see the activation tends to happen is when we get married, move in together or have children. It's where it is that our psyche is like, oh, I'm going to play out all of my childhood wounds with this person. My not feeling good enough, not feeling lovable, not feeling safe. So all of that is going to come up and I'm going to start pushing against this other person. It's called projection, right? Which is the same thing that we do in money. Like now, mm-hmm. we're a very different financial situation where 10 years ago, you would think if I had the kind of wealth that we have now, that I would be footloose and fancy free. And like, oh my gosh, I have so much money, I don't have to live month to month anymore. But those parts of me, they're scarcity parts of me, parts of me that feel like it's not enough. They still show up today where I look at my bank account and I'm like, oh, well, now the um, ceiling has moved. It's not about just having enough to get through the month. It's do I have enough to retire with $5 million or whatever the goal is, right? So that part of me is still being mirrored back, even Mm. though the circumstance has changed, right? And so that's where our relationships and money are always showing back to us, us, and our Low capacity to receive pleasure, Mm -hmm. safety, enoughness, Mm -hmm. connection, right? The same Mm -hmm. in marriage or intimate partnership and the same in wealth. Our limitations are shown back to us all of the time. And the more that we can be aware of that, grow our awareness to see it, and we'll still have the feelings about it. You know, Danielle, you and I have had these conversations many times where we still have feelings about our intimate partnership or our wealth or, you know, our business or whatever it might be. But it's having that awareness so that it's not taking you down and you really see that part of you from a different perspective. And you aren't that part of you that's trapped
0: in the wound. I love everything that you just said. I, so I have, I don't, maybe it's sort of a question and I, maybe it's just, I want to hear your reflection of this. So I believe that some of us, right? Like, and I fall into this category. I'm very transparent. So um, with my, with everyone listening, with my clients, obviously, you know, you know, I'm transparent (laughs) with you. You know, what I, what I have found is that there is this, there is an easy way sometimes of being an attractor of what you desire, right? Like I find it easy to make money. I don't think it's hard to make money. I am an activator when it comes to wealth. Like I, I can bring in big numbers very quickly. I believe when I look at my love life or I look at relationships, I am an attractor, right? I am magnetic in that too. And I can bring in, you know, um, you know, whatever relationship or love or whatever, where I think is a practice. And I'd love to hear your thoughts on this because I'm teaching this and I'm learning it because I do believe next level, you know, new level, new devil all the time. My new level is being able to sustain the, you know this next level, maybe income or wealth, uh, energy, vibration, frequency. This next level intimacy, connection in relationship, and that sustaining can um, can really create like this. Hmm, I don't know, doubt, questioning, like thinking, like oh my god this feeling unsafe, feeling unstable, feeling like, is this really for me? That doubt comes in that all that old stuff. And I think exactly what you said, this projecting of, well, this might not be the person for me then if I'm going to this next level and you can't be there and meet me there. What is your thoughts on that? Oh my gosh.
1: Well, you know, part of it is that because I know that our partner is always mirroring back us to us, I also know that the easiest devil to um, partner with in that mirrored reflection is that my partner is not doing the work, so therefore we can't go there. And I have logged, you know, tens of thousands of hours now with people who feel like, My relationship would be better if my partner was willing to grow. And Mm. my perspective is it has nothing to do with your partner. If you want growth, you do the growth because your partner that you believe is not growing is your biggest freaking teacher because they're not making it easy for you. Because you have to show up as the woman who's expanded in the capacity to receive and feel deeply safe, if that's your wound. I feel deeply safe in this relationship, even when the person is not showing up the way that I want them to, obviously barring that they're being abusive to you, right? I'm talking like run-of-the-mill problems that we have in a relationship. Like showing up before the person is online to do the growth. Right. And so it's very much like wealth consciousness, right? You show up as the millionaire before you're the millionaire. Even when you're living month to month and you're eating ramen, you show up that way. You carry yourself that way. You hold the energetic frequency of that. Where it becomes, I mean, there are lots of pitfalls in this. Um, And this is how I've done my marriage for 23 years next month. My husband and I have been together 25 years. And the first 12 were a shit show. A shit Mm. show. I was resentful. I was quietly mean. We never yelled. We never had conflict. But I was the queen of resentment and contempt, quiet contempt, because he wasn't showing up in the ways that I thought he should. And why was I projecting that? Because I lived with a boot on the back of my neck where I had to get more degrees. I had to get more certification. I didn't feel safe. We didn't have enough money. We didn't have enough time. We didn't have enough whatever the thing was. And I was projecting all of that onto him. Right. And so he was such a good teacher for me because I kept having to see the parts of myself that I didn't want to see. But the only way we can change it is to see it, which is why Mm. partnership is such a beautiful place to do our growth work, because when it's me with me, Danielle, I'm amazing. (laughs) right? Like who would want to be with me? You put me with my husband when we haven't slept all night because we have a kid with an autoimmune situation and we don't have enough money. That's when all of my shadow comes up and Mm. I need to see it because I'm projecting it onto him. That doesn't mean that we stay forever in relationships that are unhealthy, right? But it does mean doing the heavy lift while you have the heavy lift to do it. And so when I was, you know, guiding and when I guide and mentor, uh, usually women through this path, because women are the ones often who are like, I'm doing all this growth, I'm doing all this spiritual stuff. My entrepreneurial business is going gangbusters. And my partner is like, sitting on the sofa watching, you know, NFL and not bringing anything interesting to the relationship. What I instruct them to do or guide them to do is to really like see their shadow And do their own up-level work in that container, whether they choose to separate or divorce, like stay in that. It's not a higher frequency. It's literally a different reality where I'm not running contempt through my body because it has to come through my body first in order to deliver it to my partner. And if that's my mode of operating, then me saying, wow, my partner's not doing their work is total bypass of my own shadow that's inviting me
0: to look at it. (laughs) That. (laughs) That was fire. Okay, how do you know when it's toxic or dysfunctional versus I'm stretching here in my discomfort with the shadowy parts of myself. And like you said, barring like all like abuse, which is, sure. I think pretty obvious, you know, more obvious, I guess. But how do you know, like dysfunctional verse expansion in this, what I think feels wobbly for most people? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, part of why it feels wobbly is that we've been taught, especially as women, not to trust ourselves. Mm-hmm. Right and Agreed. and one of one of my um, passions is supporting women and learning how to trust themselves again because because that original relationship with ourselves has been so corrupted we're constantly looking outside of ourselves for a therapist a minister a rabbi a teacher oracle cards <laughs> like somebody tell me as if you don't know right and my belief is you do know, you do know when one has a practice with deep listening to themselves to look at where is it used the word toxic, which is such a buzzword, you know, like toxic masculinity, which I hate that, that those two words together, you know, toxic relationships, like we do this toxic thing. And I just wonder how much that word invites us to bypass, like, where am I toxic? Oh, where, where do I show up with venom towards my partner? And it took me, Danielle, years to own Mm. the level of poison that I was running through my system to my husband, never verbally. I was never saying anything, you know, mean to Mm. him. It was through withholding and it was through quiet contempt Right. And so it would have been very easy for me to say, oh, he's not showing up. We don't have chemistry. And we went to so many couples therapists, sex therapists, and most people told me to leave. And I knew for me that was not my path because I had, thank goodness, a quiet knowing enough uh, that I was able to kind of hook my finger into that I knew I was not showing up as my best self. Yeah, he was a re- he's a reasonably good man. He's not perfect, right? But I knew that I was not, and so I would guide you know your listeners to pay attention to what they know and also trust life because if you're in a relationship and and it's you know you're in the do I stay do I go. Go ahead and go because your life's going to keep showing back up to you. You don't you worry. Your curriculum is going to be there for you. Like you're going to get into another relationship and you're going to have the opportunity to to walk through that initiation again. Mm. We don't ever pass it. And so for me, it's really not about, is this the one? You're the one. You're the one and you're still with you. And if you've been dancing with something with someone for 10 years or 20 years, and you've been on the fence about leaving, you know, most women are really terrified to listen to themselves and actually just leave, right? Mm. And so what would it require to partner with yourself and trust yourself enough to take a step out on that knowing, right? And that's that the deeper invitation to come into intimate relationship with yourself, to trust that, or to trust that right now I'm in a moment where this person still has more for me. Um, I don't believe we're ready to call it on a relationship until the moment we're ready. That moment Mm -hmm. when you're like, okay, and I'm done. And then you trust that. And you follow the next step and you follow the next step. So none of us get out of the curriculum for our own life. So it's kind of no (laughs) person or not.
0: You're still going to get the lesson. Don't you worry. Yeah, I love that. I love that because it's really about like not being attached to, you know, who, but Mm -hmm. it's really about showing up in, you know, it's the way we're showing up and that that will reflect no matter what. Cause it really, the, the, the who is just sort of the container, yes. which I feel like in so many ways that does parallel and intersect with, you know, in my case, my clients come right. Because they want to create businesses that they love and they want to be embodied in this wealth state and they want to be in their purpose and they want to express. Right. And I, you know, one of the Things that I love is, you know, um, about our work, like both of us, is this idea of, you know, women who have disowned these parts of themselves. You know, I always say women who have disowned their power, their identity, voice, and purpose in exchange for safety. It's like we do that in relationship with people we do that in relationship with money right right before we got on this call we were just chit-chatting and we were talking about um some super you know some sort of controversial things in the world um i'll let your mind figure that out (laughs) what we were talking (laughs) about but but basically i was saying like i would never prostitute you know myself my values my beliefs my ideals my temple My body temple in exchange for money. And we were in agreement on that. And I think that, you know, when we're talking about, you know, no matter what the container is, whether it's your business or your marriage or relationship or, right, like you said, that the curriculum is going to be there no matter what. And what I love about that and what I felt in my body as you said that is that I sort of relaxed. A little bit. My whole body sort of was like, oh, yeah. Like, I can rest in the knowing. And I feel like I say this every freaking episode all of a (laughs) sudden. Like, I just feel like I say this all the way. What is for you will not pass you. It will not pass you. So, if we know that, and that includes the lessons as much as it, and as much as the love, right? Mm -hmm. Like, as much as it's just not going to happen. So yeah, I just love that. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. okay. So is there any last, I don't know, thoughts or anything that you want to share before we wrap up? Because I want you to then tell everyone where they can find you and what you have going on and all the good things.
1: Yes. Well, I can, I could talk to you
0: for hours and hours like I know. I know we're yeah. only a 30-minute show. So I know so what I feel like as you're coming back.
1: Are I guess for sure. Okay. For sure. Okay. i love to. <laughs> I love that that felt relaxing for you, trusting that whatever's for you, you know, will not pass you. And that includes relationship. And also just to name, I think if I can speak for the both of us, please correct me if I'm wrong. Part of the value of having way showers that are fierce, like you and I both are, and we've talked about this, Like I have been breaking the norm for my whole life, right? Mm -hmm. If everybody goes one way, I go the other way. I'm the person that's like, why does it have to be this way? I'm the person who has been sovereign before people were talking about being sovereign, right? And it is that when we're in a place Um, as a human, where we feel uncertain, Mm -hmm. there's tremendous value in stepping into a circle with someone who holds a very powerful pillar of light, Mm -hmm. right? So that we can really come into resonance, coherence, not with their knowing, but with our own authority, because we feel Someone else, another powerful woman, being in her authority, not because we're mowing people down and telling them what to do, but because we are that embodiment of sovereignty. So I just want to name the value of what you do for your clients and what I do as well, because that I came out of the womb like this, right? Mm. It's part of my medicine, it's part of my gift, it's part of yours as well, right? Mm -hmm. And so we need those way showers along our path. So, yeah. So in terms of what I'm doing and what I'm offering and how people can find me, you'll have a link I'm sure in the show notes. I have a program that um, I did for years live and it's now available online called Your Marriage is Your Ashram. And it's really a step by step, Mm. 10 week experience. Uh, where you learn how to drop what I call your 1.0 showing up. That's the blame, the scarcity, the fear-mongering, all of that, which we've all been there, you know, if you've in a committed relationship for any period of time, to your 2.0. So your 2.0 is the part of you that is amazing and so kind and generous and compassionate and clear about trusting yourself. And it's everything that I learned in my 20 years of working with clients Um, And it's extraordinary. Over 200 women have gone through that program with rave results. Um, And so that's something that your listeners can engage in if they feel so called. I also offer a free monthly uh, salon with me, and there will be a link for that. It's called the Alchemy Hour. And that's a place to have catalyzing conversations. That's what I do is I create containers that really catalyze women uh, to help you be more you because I don't need you to be more me. I want you to be <laughs> more you in the world in whatever way it lights you up and brings you pleasure and how to build capacity to really metabolize more pleasure, more wealth, more freedom in your life. So yeah. And my website is JennyGlick.com. So I'm easy to find.
0: I love it. I love all of that. That is just, it's awesome. And I love that you pointed out the value of this work because I think when you're often going left, when everyone else is going right, again, I think that's where being with other women in community, you know, and I am not about hierarchy, you know, like I'm all about like we are, you know, I love that Ram Dass quote, we're all here walking each other home, right? We're all just here in our genius, in our purpose, in our power, and we're all just supporting each other in whatever way is our way, right? (laughs) To support each other. And I, I feel like that that happens much faster and it happens because we're in the safe container of expansion when we are in community where we're all speaking really the same language. And I feel like I love uh, your offerings because I feel like it is, it speaks to exactly that. And um, yeah, and I, I, one of my values is community, like my highest value core value is freedom. And one of my, my neck, my other one is community. Like I truly believe that in real, real community, not sort of the fake community that is trying to give to get community. Like I don't subscribe to that, but in real community and transparency in rooted in connection um, safety, like that is where I feel like women thrive and rise and grow and, you know, all the good stuff. So thank you so much for coming. Thank you for being on. Thank you for sharing all of your medicine with us. Um, I feel complete. Do you feel complete? I feel complete.
1: I just love you. So grateful to be here. Thank you so much. Uh, I love love you
0: too. All right. You're coming back. Yes. Okay awesome. All right. Bye everyone. We'll see you next week.